a podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. This is Mana. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Mana, podcast featuring ordinary men of extraordinary faith. I'm your host, Jeff Peterson. Now, none of the guys that you will meet on this podcast would consider themselves to be extraordinary, but it's their humble, holy way of living that is exactly what makes them extra to me, and I'm excited for you to meet them. Uh, now, for the loyal listeners of MANA, uh, you know that most of the guys that you've met on this podcast over the last four seasons have been guys that I've not only already met, but they're they're probably guys that I've known pretty well. Uh, but today, I'm really excited uh, for all of us to meet uh, a new friend of faith uh, as part of our, uh, what we're kind of calling our mananimity uh, miniseries, uh, Brothers in Faith that I don't know yet, but who will soon be brought out of anonymity, get it? Anonymity, mananimity, uh, for all of us uh, very shortly. Uh, and, and I'll tell you this, that today's guest, I'm going to tell you how I, I, I came upon him, but I'm also going to say that, that uh, the more I'm reflecting on the conversation that we're going to have today, you know, the whole premise of man are, are just kind of ordinary, ordinary guys who are not extraordinary. I think today's guest is extraordinary, truly extraordinary, uh, both by his faith and just himself. Um, and I'll tell you how I met him. So I've been, um, I've been, um, kind of hooked up to a network of, other podcast hosts um, to just kind of, you know, meet more people, kind of expand the network. And anyway, um, I was, um, I was flipping through, it's online. Uh, 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 and, and I came across today's guest's story. Uh, and I was truly moved, very inspired. Today's guest was born, um, and he's about the same age as most of our, our listeners here. Um, was born with a conge- congenital disability uh, that I had not heard of. It's called Apert's syndrome, uh, which caused uh, a, an unjust amount of physical challenges um, to his face, his fingers, his toes, to the point where the doctor, if you can imagine this, to the, the doctor gave his parents uh, really no hope for his survival and actually advised uh, the parents to uh, just kind of put him away, put him in, into an institution. But praise God, his parents uh, both knew and trusted in the Lord, and they believed that God would do great things in our guest's life. And uh, I'm just telling you, they were so right. Uh, despite an untold number of operations and unimaginable physical, and I'm guessing psychological hardships along the way that go along with that, you know, with bullying and just it just, uh, it just, I mean, childhood is hard enough. Uh, and when you have the kinds of challenges that our guest has had, uh, it had to have been just even tougher. Um, but despite all those challenges, today's guest beat really all of the odds and gained not one, but two college degrees, uh, including one in, in ministry and in youth ministry, which he's putting to great use as a, as a, uh, as a, as a leader of his own ministry, uh, called DorseyRossMinistries.com, uh, which you should really check out. If you want to get inspired, check it out. Um, his life's motto is, can't is not my vocabulary, which I love uh, because I love that he connects it to scripture and he believes that God, with God, all things are possible and that he can do all things through Christ who gives him strength, which should sound really familiar to all of us. So oh, I just, uh, I can't wait for you to to meet and be inspired by today's manna man, 
Mr. Dorsey Ross. Uh, Dorsey, hello, and thank you for being on MANA. Hello, Jeff. Thank you for this opportunity of allowing me to come on your show. I appreciate it. Well, I, I, I so appreciate it, and I know all of our listeners do as well. And so, you know, I mean, where to start, you really, you know, um, and, and, I, and I'm sure um, you've, you've told your story so many times. It's so inspirational. You know, as I was teasing you <laughs> off air, you know, I've been following you. I've been stalking you on Instagram. I've been like trying to like piece together the, the Dorsey Ross story, but, uh, but, you know, let's maybe start. Um, I, it's so inspirational and I'd actually love to start with asking how far back does it go for you where you really did realize that, you know, you were not going to be a victim to to this really crappy hand that you were dealt and you were instead gonna you know really commit yourself to doing something positive with your life to do it for christ and to inspire so many people how far literally like how far back in your life can you go and 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 and, and with that knowledge you know was it was it grade school was it high school i mean when did it really come to you that you were going to do this yeah i think it was probably back in grade school because my parents never treated me like someone that had a disability and someone that had limitations. That they always allowed me to figure out for myself what I could and could not do. And even with the, you know, limitations of my hands and not being able to raise my hands up very, very high, they still were willing to say, you know what, you figure out for yourself what you can and cannot do. And, you know, we'll allow you to freely do that and freely figure that out. And I think that was one of the biggest things that helped me to not, you know, feel like I was a victim and not feel like, you know, to become a role with me, you know, victim or role with me story. Yeah. And I think that, that helped me a lot. And, you know, my parents growing up, I was allowed to play in the middle of the street, playing baseball. I was allowed to play football in the middle of the street. I was allowed to ride my bike by myself in the middle of the street. And I was allowed to do all those things. And I think that that helped me and that, you know, allowed me to do, you know, to become better of myself. Yeah. When did you, you know, you're such a man of faith now. And, and as I mentioned, you know, your parents were very, very uh, faith filled, you know. Um, and, and so I, I can imagine your home felt very Christ centric. When, when did you... Um, when did you start connecting this sense of purpose and, you know, grace amidst these challenges? Um, was that, was that also at a young age when you were kind of experiencing this sort of independence? Um, or did that come later? Did you connect that dot later? Right. Well, I grew up in the church and, you know, you said, you know, it was always a um, Christ-filled home. And even when I was going to, you know, the operations and going to the hospitals, my 
mom especially would always, before the operation, would always play for me and would always play for the doctors and, you know, just ask, you know, God for protection, not only over the doctors, but over my own life as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we would even sing the old hymn, you know, because he lives. You know, because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all fear is gone. Because I know he holds the future in life. It was the living because he lives. Yeah. And, you know, I gave my life to Christ at the age of 13. And I started to attend youth group. And I started to, you know be encouraged to speak to the youth and to, you know, minister to the youth about overcoming and about, you know, just overcoming the adversity that we all face in life. And that was one of the reasons why I'm doing what I do now uh, uh, with the traveling and with the speaking. Yeah. Yeah, and I definitely want to. I want to dig into uh, your ministry at at, uh, at DorseyRossMinistries dot com. Uh, I want to talk about that, but I, I, but before we do that, I want to. I'm wondering, you know, as you're growing up, you're coming into your own. You're in high school. You're you're really starting to, you know, kind of, you know, find your voice with your faith, and you're involved in in you're involved in youth ministry. I would imagine you became uh, a role model uh, for a lot of people, you know, as they were seeing that strength. Who were your role models at that time? Uh, I, I mean, it sounds like, you know, your parents obviously were, but but were there other, and especially, you know, kind of the, the premise of man is really talking about the, the influence that men can have with each other. Were there any other guys, like other than your dad, um, who you remember being particularly influential to you as you were growing up? Yeah, I think it was, you know, the youth pastor who I, you know, was connected with and who... Um, and it wasn't just one, it was, you know, a couple in that time frame who I connected with and also one of the youth leaders as well. And he and I had a conversation one time because by, by this time that, you know, we were talking, he knew that I wanted to become a youth pastor and wanted to go into youth ministry and he looked at me he said Dorsey I see you traveling around sharing your story Mm -hmm. about what God has done in your life and back then I had no idea that this is what was going to happen and going to occur and I kind of plucked it off as like all right you know that's a nice thing to say and yeah. Thank you for the encouragement, but it wasn't like, you know, a prophecy or, you know, a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge. And, you know, it was just something like, okay, thank you for, thank you very much. And, you know, as you can hear today a little bit, I'm sure I have a speech impediment. And when I was younger, I would have to go to, speech classes, you know, to get my speech better because of all the 
operations. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always joke around in my sermon sometimes, I would say, you know, if you would have said, you know, if you would have said to me 20 or 30 years ago, Dorsey, I see you traveling around the country sharing your story or sharing your testimony, I would probably be getting you, <laughs> you know, you're crazy out of your mind. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, and yet, and yet, that is so. It's so. It's that is actually such a powerful testament that the actual act of what you do, despite these challenges, I think is really what makes it even more, you know, kind of uh, profound. And that actually leads to the question I, I did want to ask about about your ministry, about about um, how you go about it, and and I would imagine that you, for you to be able to get in front of a group of people, um, whether it's at a church or an auditorium or whatever, and, and the stuff that you're doing with your own podcast, I would imagine um, that for people that are struggling with whatever, I mean, we're all struggling with stuff. We all have our crosses to bear. But I have to right. imagine that for them to be able to see you, to hear your testimony, to see what you've done and your accomplishments, I would imagine that 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 is a way for them to really, and not to dismiss their own challenges, but to really, you know, just kind of, kind of, you know, muster up the, the, the courage and, and the inspiration and, and uh, to kind of get through it. I mean, do you find that, that, you know, God is using you as such a great instrument of, of healing, even though you yourself you know, have been afflicted, you know, uh, but yet now you have become, you've become a bit of a healer, you know, for everybody else, um, not despite your own challenges, but almost be, it's like because of those challenges, you're actually a better, um, like helper, you know, to others. Do you well, find that through your ministry? I do. I, you know, a lot of people would say to me, you know, you know, a lot of people will say to me, hey, you know, once I hear your story, I'm not going to complain about what I have to go through yeah, anymore, right. you know, what I have to deal with anymore. You've you've gone all, you know, above and beyond so much in your life through your struggles. I'm not going to complain about it, you know, anymore. And that's, you know, that's great, you know, that they say that, but that's not why I'm really, you know, tell my story that they would look at me and say, hey, I'm not going to complain anymore. I'm, I'm more, I feel like I'm telling my story to say, hey, if, you know, if I can overcome it mm-hmm. and or, or if I can overcome the struggles and the trials that I've had to go through with, God, with God's help, you can do the same as well. Yeah. Yeah, so true, so true, and just wonderful. So, how about today? Um, you know, we talked about we talked about role models kind of growing up. Where do you go now? Uh, other than, of course, you know, uh, you know the obvious, you know, Jesus. Um, but, but are there are there people? You know, and again, I'll go back to um, my my stalking uh, of you, playful <laughs> stalking of you on Instagram. But I mean, dude, your your feed. I mean, you are always surrounded by these great friends. I mean, you're always in a crowd. You're always, you know, somebody's got their arm around you. You're out, you're in the thick of it. Who are the people today that, that, uh, and especially guys, uh, if, if, if there are, who are the people today that, that really give you that strength, um, 
and and kind of help help you get get through what you're what we're all going through. But who are those who are those uh, who are those people today for you? Yeah, I mean, I have my Aaron Hoods, you know, in my life, and you know, one of them, both of them actually are, are very good friends of mine who I went to school with, I went to Bible college with, and you know, through the twenty years that you know you know, about 18 years now that we've been out of school, we stayed connected and I'm still, you know, good friends with them and we've just encouraged each other and we're accountability partners with each other and we just stay connected. And whenever, whether it's myself or whether it's him, we, you know, lift each other up and we encourage one another. That's great. No, I think that's so powerful. It's just, <clears throat> you know, just uh, uh, there's a, a friend of mine here um, uh, at our church uh, who heads up our our men's group at church. Uh, uh, and I can't believe I missed this for all the years that <laughs> but he talked about iron sharpens iron. And that's actually mm-hmm. part of scripture that talks about just the the role that especially, um, well, I mean, all of us play with each other to to, to keep us again, inspired and on, on, the, on the path and, uh, just that support is so important. So very, very cool. Well, Hey, uh, um, we are, um, Dorsey, we are at a, uh, a fun, uh, portion of the show called the fun segment, uh, appropriately named. So, uh, so don't let us down Dorsey. It's fun. It's always been fun. So keep it up. Um, anyway, we ask the same three questions to every guest, um, on mana and, uh, and then we just kind of see where it goes. So, uh, so we'll just jump right into it. Fun segment question. Number one, if Jesus knocked on your door tomorrow, uh, way out there in uh, Westchester where, where you live there, uh, and just wanted to hang out for the day, uh, what would you do with him? You have a whole day, just you and Jesus. What are you going to do with him? I would definitely have, you know, dinner with him, you know, invite him in and sit down and have dinner with him and ask him all types of questions and about my life and about, you know, what, you know, what he has in store for my life in the, in the future and especially ask him, you know, when am I, when am I going to get married? I think that's the biggest question I, I would ask him is, <laughs> who, who's my future wife that you have in store for me and when am I going to meet him? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, get specific. Let's go. Let's get the planning <laughs> done. <clears throat> awesome. Fun segment question number two. If uh, if you could go to church with any other guy, uh, living or dead, famous or not, uh, whether you've known them or not, uh, it's it's um, really the, the, the it's, it's wide open. Uh, the only requirements are you got to go to church and it has to be with another guy. Who would you take to church? Ooh, that's a great question. I would probably take, I know it may sound cheesy because I'm going to, you know, pick somebody from the Bible, but I would probably pick either Peter or David from mm. the Bible just because I think I can relate to, you know, both of them in, in you know, some way especially with Peter with the thorn in the flesh, even though we don't know specifically what it is. I feel like I've 
always had some type of thorn in my flesh as well, you know, with my disability. Yeah, that's so powerful and yet so uh, humble. And um, but I see, I see David too, Dorsey. I, I get the David connection because you have conquered and you have uh, overcome so many things. So I think you and David would have a lot in common. Maybe you take them both. You know, maybe you got yeah, there you go. Maybe you got your New Testament guy and your Old Testament guy, <laughs> one on each side. That'd be kind of fun. All right, last question. Uh, fun seven question number three. Uh, if you could give just one, and I know you've got loads of advice that you can give uh, young men, but if you could give just one piece of advice to a young man um, about basically turning turning out like you did, okay, somebody who is confident and sure of themselves in the faith, knowing Jesus and knowing the role that he plays in your life, what would be that one piece of advice that you give a young man to develop that same kind of that same kind of uh, kind of worldview and, and 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 confidence in his faith. I would say, regardless of what you're going through, you know, especially when it comes to trials, not to don't give up, keep persevering in your walk with him, and keep persevering in your faith. You know, continue to read your Bible, continue to have a continual prayer time with God and continue to seek him and all that you want for him, for your life and for what God wants for your life as well. Yeah. Ah, amen. Amen. Dorsey Ross, uh, it was so great to meet you. I am so, um, blessed to know you. And, uh, I just, I, I, you are, you have such a, your, 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 um, uh, your, your presence and Christ's presence in you comes through, uh, it comes through these airwaves here. And it, it's such a gift, um, to, to have you share it, uh, with our listeners. And so I just want to thank you for, uh, taking a, taking a chance here on MANA and sharing that story and sharing yourself with us. And uh, I just wish you all the best. And uh, and and thank you again for everything you're doing. Well, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you for listening to MANA. If you have any questions or recommendations for future guests, send them to manapodcast at gmail.com.